0: And we're back
1: And I still hear the static
0: Yeah What is it You got the boost You got boost mobile (laughs) (laughs) Okay marriage caviar You're gonna need some headphones for this one We have a transparent treat For you this week
2: Yeah, we got a chance to sit down with the Bradfords and had a really good conversation, just discussing family, their lives as a house full of actors and actresses. It was just a really good conversation about marriage. And we're
0: really excited to hear what you guys think. Roderick and Chanel Bradford. Y'all in?
1: We in, finally.
0: That sounds good.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: Yeah, you got to get rid of cricket. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> no, that's, relax. that joint only work in North Carolina, I
1: think. Relax. I used to be on, <laughs> I used to be team Android, but my wife got me all, got me all hooked up with the iPhone team, so. Come
0: on, see, that's why you need a wife. I see. It, I see <laughs> just been holding on to this Android for dear life. <laughs> let
2: it go, just Let it go. it up let me down. It's
1: always here letting go. him down. We go.
0: Welcome to Manhattan. Thank you. Woo. Can
1: y'all hear us clearly clearly? Is it is it too loud? Is it too low?
0: No, it sounds good. Okay. Chanel, where you at?
1: I'm here. Okay. I'm a
3: little stuffy, so I'm trying to savor my uh my unstuffiness so I don't sound crazy on the podcast.
0: Okay, I mean, but if you're gonna give us your best berry white, then <laughs> We're here for <laughs> Justin is over here taking notes like he about to quit get y'all some type of quiz or something <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> ready. He, prepared.
1: he got he got to get us back from from when we had y'all on live a few <laughs> nights ago so we prepared for it man, Listen, I enjoyed that that, that was a good one. it was <laughs> I, I can't say
0: time. that we weren't nervous either because we were like man we don't really do uh live joints and as we was rushing to get Naomi down um uh, mm-hmm. for bed. he was like see this is why we don't do live because i'm looking <laughs> for my i'm looking for my eyebrows can't, we can't find the uh the charge the charger to the ring light i'm like bro yeah. come on
1: yeah. like, it worked out well man it worked out well it did so yeah.
0: just for um our listeners mm-hmm please 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 introduce yourselves and i just want them to know that this is part two of a conversation that started what day was that friday on friday on a friday Mm -hmm. night Mm -hmm. um and so um i'm interested to see where where it goes so introduce yourselves tell us um a little about yourselves what you guys do your family dynamic and anything else you want to share
1: Absolutely. So, um, my name is Roderick Bradford Jr.
3: I'm Chanel Bradford.
1: We are the Bradfords. Uh, we live in Pelham, New York. Um, we're artists. We're creators. I'm a full-time actor. Uh, Chanel, she's a dancer. She teaches dance. Um,
3: throughout Pelham.
1: Throughout the, the the community and where we live. Um, we have a whole family that's actually full of artists and entertainers. We've all been in the business. We've all been in the industry, whether it's been um, modeling um, YouTube videos, uh, national commercials, everybody from the little baby, Yuri, Mm -hmm. to Yara, to Yannick, to Yale. um, Everybody's in the business. Everybody works. Um, We also have um, this hosting thing that we do. Well, Kings and Queens, so it happens every Friday and uh, Monday at 8 o'clock. We go live on my IG where we promote um, artists, actors, entrepreneurs, business owners, brand owners, creators, designers of all sorts. Um, And, we, you know, we get them on the show and we give the one, we give them a chance to kind of promote their business. And then then we also give um, the audience a chance to, Interact with them and ask questions, maybe collaborate this, that, and the third. And then we also have a spinoff version where we do Kings and Queens Couples Edition, where we bring on the couples. Um, And and we had the Ross Romance. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, they they, They were our featured guests. You guys were our featured guests on friday and you know we ask a lot of questions we talk about a lot of um mature things and um it was a good hit i'm actually still getting comments in my dms you know just saying yo it was a such a great episode you guys should do a reality tv show you know this that and the third um so we started maybe about two months a month two months and a half ago and um we've just been consistent and uh you know just just constantly pushing pushing forward and uh, I guess now, now we're here, and and so we have four kids and no more, no more in a way.
0: Ever. <laughs> <laughs> Done ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, now I got a question loaded, locked and loaded in my head for that one, but I'm gonna take okay. it, I'm gonna take it easy on y'all for the for the beginning of it. Rock with us. So every time we have a guest on the show for the very first time, we launch the episode by asking them how you guys are doing life your way. And this allows us to allow you to drive the conversation. Um, mm-hmm. It allows our listeners to get to know you a little bit. Um, and just for it to be like a, a free flowing thing. Um, yeah. If there are questions that are left over from Kings and Queens, we'll be happy to answer those. Cause we know uh, Chandra. Quandra. Quandra
1: mm-hmm. Listen, Mm-hmm.
2: She, she was lighting them up, right?
1: Yes, she was, and she 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 had a lot of topics that we that we didn't get a chance to hit on too. um But yeah, man, she she's been on fire, and like I said, she's getting married October seventeenth, and so um it's a blessing because there are people who are really taking these gems in, even the young women. I'm not sure whose follower she was, but I think her name was Victoria. And, you know, we literally just legit gave her advice on relationships mm-hmm. and the difference between co-parenting and really being with someone that's going to support you. And I was just looking back at it like, yo, like, in a way, we are unlicensed, like, counselors. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, so we're, we're, we're grinding, you know, <laughs> like we're putting that, that, that positivity back where it needs to be. But I'm going to shut up now
0: no you don't have to shut up i think that's that's real though like we first of all i think victoria was wild brave to even put that out there seriously um and i didn't even realize who follower she was until i like we got up close on the phone and was like wait hold up what'd she say Mm -hmm. um and so like mad respect to her if Mm -hmm. you know if she's listening because Mm -hmm. And, but I also think it's important for us to point out, like, we're not therapists and We, we're not, you know, perfect at this and no relationship right. is perfect. But in right. that same regard, um, I mean, we, we for people who know what feels good. Yeah. You know, yeah. who, who knows what works for um, our individual selves. And so, right. you know, some people, you know, they tolerance for whatever is, is higher than others. And, and we got to just, you know, keep it at that. So kicking it back to y'all, how are you doing life your way? So
3: life our way. Um, I would say the first thing for us is the uh, careers that we chose. Um, I choose how I want to work. I choose how much I want to work. Um, if I need to work more, then I work more. If I don't, then I don't. But right now, um, now that school's starting back, I have mornings. So I do the morning, um, I work in the mornings with my classes, rods in the mornings with the kids. And I made sure that from 11 to 3 o'clock, I have nothing booked because that's my time to come home, take the second shift with the kids, give Rod a break, and just still spend time with my kids. So, um, so that's one way that we just, we just do it our way, you know, where Rod is auditioning from home um, and the flexibility is, is on us. So, and that's, and that's it's really been working for us because, again, it, it gives us time to be there for each other. It gives us time to be there for our kids um because right now the these times are uncertain and we we need to really if we're going to be the teachers we have to be the teachers so i can't leave my kids to just be out there on their own just on a live, on a virtual call thinking he's just going to grasp everything again we, our kids are yeah. young so they're you know he's a 6 year old and i have a 5 year old so they they need our attention and th- during this time they need it the most so we needed to really figure out what i was going to do and what Rob was going to do that we could both be full-time parents and, you know, still have a life at the end of the day.
1: And and then, like, going deeper, because she hit on more of, like, an um, enhanced aspect of, of what doing, doing it your way looks like within us being a family, but um, even more of the foundation of how that happened, we got our own place, right? Mm. Like, before we were staying with Chanel's parents and um, were with her mother and her grandmother and that was not conducive at all to the way that um, we wanted to raise our kids it just Mm -hmm. wasn't working Um, mind you you know Chanel is from the West Indian culture and so uh, the African American that I am you know coming from DC and, and coming from the household that I come from Chanel comes from her um being raised from her mother and then you know her her grandmother very predominantly. And so when I got into that household, immediately I come in with, you know, my my dominant presence. I'm a male. This is how we're gonna run things, this, that, and the third. But I had to figure out very quickly <laughs> That I was going against three females, including <laughs> Chanel, and I had to figure out. I mean, it's funny, yo, but it can be it can be tragic for someone who doesn't know how to like navigate around that 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 kind of structure because, um, you know, the mother is very dominant, very dominant, and then the grandmother is nothing to be played <laughs> with, and so um, Chanel is a byproduct of both of them and um i we just figured out in the long run that if we were going to move by ourselves for ourselves was that fubu <laughs> <laughs> for you for you by us if we was going to move fubu man we 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 had to get our own place it was it was no way that we can do it under under the roof of of, of you know the parental household type of thing so
2: that's that's really interesting because you hear all the time about yeah. like married couples moving in Uh, grandparents to help take care of kids and nobody Mm -hmm. ever talks about that aspect of it to where now somebody else's ideals are kind of may or may not be being pushed on you so I think that's a really Mm -hmm. interesting dynamic Mm -hmm. so so for you all you found that that really isn't that might not be the best idea especially if you're just starting out
3: no it it, Mm -hmm. it, granted we are only about five minutes from her that works (laughs) 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 but being in the house with her um, you know, and I and I think a lot of it had to do with my last relationship. I I didn't lean on my ex for advice, and you know, I didn't have that support. So my mom, my grandmother, was that support where I ran to for everything.
4: Mm-hmm. You know, when
3: I found Rod, it was like, okay, well, I don't need you anymore because I have not that I don't need you, but. I now have a partner that I can, that will support me 150% so I can just, you know, speak to my partner about it. And that was something that, you know, my parent, my mom, it, it was hard for her to grasp like, wow, well, you, you, I'm losing my daughter. And it's like, no, you're not. But I'm, I'm, I have a husband now where I can make these decisions with and, and you should be happy for, happy that I can have somebody to support me through all that I need. And I, you know, lean on you when I need you um so no
2: that's real and and for the people who don't know who are listening uh and hearing y'all for the first time how long have you been married and how long were you dating before that (laughs) so
3: um we were just talking about that in the car right earlier um so february 24th will be three years of marriage but four years that we've known each other um our story is pretty interesting we I met him on, uh, I actually like broke up with my ex the year before um, that September 2017 was single. Then I met Rod uh, on February 24th in um, an event that we both did. He was not, he was the actor there. I was the event planner at the time. Um, So after that, we, we hit it off at that party. I kid you not, probably like two and a half months later, we were like, he was like, L- yo, let's get married. Oh, wow. um, basically, our we planned our wedding and our one year anniversary as like friends or whatever you want to call it was basically <laughs> the one year that we knew each other. And that was the day we got married. Um, and yeah, so it'll be three years, uh, the 24th of next year.
2: Wow. Congratulations. Bless you,
1: Thank brother. You. Thank
0: you. That's crazy. So I feel like we both like both of our relationships have like we both took chances. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like the culture of just like uh I won't even call it 2020 but just like the culture of dating and taking chances on people is almost non-existent. It's like give me give me give me give me gimme and nobody's trying to meet in the middle. Mhm.
2: Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> or you have to have everything together before we can even think about dating. So right.
3: Exactly. And I mean and for me too, like, I feel like, you know, again, Ra was in DC, I was in New York. Um, you know, we we didn't live together until after the wedding. So that, you know, we had a whole eight, nine months of just communicating back and forth from DC to New York. Um, and then he wasn't he he let me know from jump, you know, that I wanna be a full time actor. So that was me taking a risk as well. Like, yo, I'm going to support whatever I believe in you. And if this is what you want to do, then let's do it. You know, I don't need you to have a regular nine to five and and be unhappy. Like, So if this is what you say you want to do it, I need you to be in it 150%. And he's never, I mean, since we've been talking, he's never, um, you know, lived that down. He makes sure that he's hustling hustling to, to get where he wants to go. Um, and what do you want to say?
1: Yeah, uh, no, I'm just piggybacking. Like, um, she's speaking truth for our wedding vows. I remember stating like specifically, um, from me to her, listen, I love you because you believe in my dreams more than I do. And it was, it was, I, by the time I said that to her, I'm breaking down in tears. y'all. Like, um, (laughs) Because it was so real to me, it was so yo, like I have this woman who is down to support me, um, in my ventures, my futures, my goals. Where I was coming from, where it was like, well, maybe you should be a a teacher, maybe you should be, you know, a, a janitor, maybe you know, you should worry about like fast money instead of, cause it might not be this, that, and the third. And it was just like, yo, like, you feel me? Like I need somebody that's going to support me and support my hustle menti- mentality. Like, it's like, okay, I get, I get those people out there who like, um, you know, like I don't want to take a risk. I don't want to take this chance because anybody can say that an artist, anybody can say they're an actor Um, and the, the, being in this industry is very, very difficult to maintain, and so when somebody says they're an actor, there's that doubt, especially if they're not A-list, yeah. B-list, C-list, nigga, even D-list. You feel me? E-list. <laughs> like the list goes on and on. I'm, I'm probably Z, y, uh wild uh, list, but I, I make money. You feel me? So it's like the, the line is long, but. Um, not everybody is like prepared for this type of thing and so people they kind of like shit on that and they're just like can i cuss yeah Yeah. oh (laughs) oh they, they they shit on that concept and they say well i mean you're not gonna make it far you know so i don't even know it's it's that it's that thing where you're on ig and you see this person with like uh, 64k followers, and then you get to meet them in person, and you know they really shadow, and you you get to wonder like is that type of concept? When it's like, hold on, like at least get a chance to know me, like at least get a at least get a chance to understand like what I'm about, and then let's talk, you know. But um, Chanel, Chanel, she she sued for my hustle, and she respected it, and and it has paid off. Um, just to just to cut everything short.
3: Um, and you know what it's 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 something that works for us you know I have I've had a friend that just was so judgmental about their relationships like well if if your husband got a real job or if you're and I had to set it straight a couple of times like listen if I'm not asking you for money if I didn't call you and say pay this bill for me <laughs> mind your business mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying because at the end of the day it works for us because mm-hmm. if he was working a nine to five, I was working a nine to five, who's tending to these four kids, who's paying for daycare for four kids? You know what I'm saying? Like it it's it wouldn't be conducive for us. So like the way it the way we have our kids, people always ask me, like, how do you do it? How do you manage all these kids and still be able to teach classes and stuff like that? Because of the way the system that me and my husband have have generated, like that's how it works. You know, if we if we did it a different way, it wouldn't have worked for us. We would have to give two away. I don't know, but you know what I mean? saying? <laughs> like it wouldn't work. And right now, this is what works for us. So,
1: and you know, it's funny because people just cannot wrap that around their minds. I'm telling you, man. Like um, it's it's people. They look at us and you know they know i'm an actor um and then they're not they're not they may not be sure what chanel does but it's like they see us before kids and they're just like yo like how like um the friends the the, the neighbors that see us honestly like just have no clue but um it's the system you you have to learn how to make a system for yourself that don't mean that Everybody need to go out and you know work a work work a nine to five. You know, not to say that I'm against nine to five. Well, I am because I I just can't work in that type of capacity. I don't have the the attention span. But um, it's like it's people may be so worried about themselves in their situations. With well, focus on our situation. But it's like yo, like figure out what works for you. Have a drink at the end of the night, go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, man, we're we're we're, we're working it out on, on on this side. That's all. That's all we wanted. That's all we ever wanted—a chance to work it out on, for for ourselves. And um, we're definitely um, succeeding in that.
0: See, I and so everything that y'all just said, one—that's basically like the bigger picture of y'all doing life your way. Because mm-hmm. I think that this is also like a struggle that. Any couple where one or both of them are entrepreneurs are going to face like mm. that adversity of public opinion. Yeah, and uh, if we if we keep it a hundred, entrepreneurship just got cool right. back in the day. Right, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like back in the day, if you was an entrepreneur, you low key was like that was equivalent to oh, this nigga ain't got no job. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Or if you was a creator. Or, or creative yeah. like you you just couldn't shake it in the real world that's the and fact. like in 2020 we still trying to shake you know for some generations are trying to shake that narrative away and so like that's the the biggest like our way highlight for you guys because like yeah. you are paving that way like even yeah. with this pandemic changing the um the dynamic of like your careers like you know Mm you're like no like i'm gonna like if my kids gotta e-learn i'm gonna be the best teacher like fuck this job like Mm -hmm. nah it's kids Mm -hmm. over it's family over everything over here Mm -hmm. like i can you know we'll be fine and i think people miss that and it's like they jump back and forth between like oh marriage and family is all about love to marriage and family is about you know a business and you gotta make money yeah all that shit we need all that right yeah. but, exactly. but i mean we all not making the same cake oh.
4: exactly right mm-hmm. like
0: we all using you know you y'all might be making a strawberry cake over here we making chocolate mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. just i mean are, are my kids good do they uh do they look malnourished nah we mm-hmm. good we shut the fuck up
2: like mm-hmm. get out of here mm-hmm. good so let me let me ask you this so how do you feel like you you said that you cut people off and you got away from the distractions how do you feel like chanel your wife has helped you be the best version of you
1: um in a lot of ways i would i would do a lot of things for attention um like we could talk about drinking um like you know coming from even coming from smith man hbcu i don't turn fucked up like so that was me heavy um and then i would uh I would pass out. I used to be a crutch or whatever, and then it was it was because I felt like I was my best my best self when I was lit, yeah. you know, like when I was high, or drunk, and you know I'm just round, loud, and uh, no cut car cards, and you know I could say anything, blah blah blah. At that point, I didn't care. Um, but then when I when I met Chanel, it was just like I mean, it doesn't. It don't have to be all that, you know, like um, at the end of the day, it's like, yo, you coming home to me. So you, you don't have to do all that, that that showing off. Like, it's like we get it. You have insec- insecurities, right? But so does everybody. But you don't have to be a dummy and say, I <laughs> got nah, insecurities, so let me be drunk and pretend that I don't. You know what I'm mean? saying? Yeah. So 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 she helped me a lot just just uh in that that public atmosphere. Um it's funny because when we first started up Kings and Queens, I wanted to create this atmosphere that, like this culture of yo, it's gonna be cool, we are gonna get on the show. Um and you know, it's gonna be like that, like that type of feeling, like homecoming. I keep saying that, but it's gonna be like homecoming. And then I received a message one day. Um and they was like, "Yo, is Rod drunk on the show?" And I wasn't drunk. Um, I was just excited and and, and I was tired, mind you. We ain't kids no more, so <laughs> doing the show eight o'clock at night that's tiring for me. Like I'm I'm drained by that time, especially dealing with four kids. Um, and I didn't have a Red Bull, so I was drained nonetheless. Um, my wife made a comment to me after the show. She was like, yo, like maybe you need to cut back off the drinking and I got mad defensive. Like, what do you, what? I just had one drink. Like, I won't drink, blah, blah, blah. And she was just like, yeah, but the perception is that you may be drunk. So it's about how people look at you. Like, if it's not the drinking, then make sure you clean yourself up on the show so that when people see you, you look presentable, you look ready, and I understand that. Being an actor, being somebody who you know it's in front of 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 people all the time but hearing it from my wife it dug deeper and i was just like hold on all right let's let's not pretend like you don't have a history with this drinking thing all right let's be honest with her. let's look at yourself in the mirror let's face this fact um so yeah man she's 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 helped me definitely like um in terms of Dealing with myself. Yeah. You know, uh dealing with my patience, not becoming um not not dealing with the demons of what I learned from my father when when um I grew up watching him. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, man, she she's helped me a lot. Yeah.
2: So and you can tell me if I'm getting too deep, man, but um, you touched on something that we've had a topic on before, just dealing with like uh, breaking generational curses and, mm-hmm. and how huge that is, especially like in your own marriage and uh, your own relationships. And and honestly, mm-hmm. like individually, like with yourself, like how do we break those curses that we've seen like growing up? And is there anything that you do so for anybody who is listening and going into a marriage or going into a relationship or honestly just growing up in general anything that any wisdom that you can impart like this is you know what i did or this is how i got through whatever you know your situation was right. um
3: i mean i i feel like for me that was a big thing like uh the breaking of the general g- generational curses because again rod explained that My family are, they're strong women, Mm -hmm. but strong women without men. And Mm -hmm. um, my mom was married three times. Um, My grandmother was married, but then divorced. So you see this. I grew up with divorce, 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 single women, strong women, smart women, making money women, but single unmarried women. And for me seeing that I'm like oh no before I, even before I became super faithful and and speaking to God and praying and all that stuff I'm like this is who I do not want to be I don't want to be because I see uh the the them being miserable at the end of the day they're not fully happy yeah you can have lots of money yeah you can have all that stuff but are you truly happy with who you are and where you are and i I saw it from my mom, I saw it from my grandmother, from cousins, and all that stuff and i'm like this is this is not me, this is not me so that being said, like if I was to not have broken the generational curse, I would have married my ex and been divorced mm-hmm. um because even at one point, my mom was like forcing me like I felt like she knew in the back of her head that that relationship wasn't ideal. But it was just, like, she just wanted to push it. Um, and where I felt, w- when, where I knew this this ain't, this ain't going to work with him and I. Um, so I basically was like, no, I'm not getting married. Sorry. I'm not getting married to him because it, it's just, I knew it wasn't going to work. I don't have to explain to you why, but I knew it wasn't going to work for yeah. us. Um, and, you know, my mom, I mean, to the point where she was saying, Oh, signing me up for David Bridal's appointments. Oh, try on this dress, try on that dress. And I'm like, mom, stop, stop. Because you know what happened with her? You know, she got pregnant in college and my grandmother forced her to marry my father. And then her and my father didn't work out and she got divorced. You know what I'm saying? So she was kind of trying to do that, that forcing of this, uh, forcing marriage on me, just like my, my grandmother did. And I said, no, this is not... And I mean, I was with him for ten years. I mean, we was engaged for almost four, and I kept pushing it, pushing it, pushing it, pushing it because I'm like, listen, I know how this is going to end. So, and I said, I'm not going to be my my mother's clone. I'm not going to follow my this generation. I have to stop it. Um, so when Rod, it's funny because when Rod and I met, we there was this instant connection that I never knew that could really happen because you know you. You hear these stories of people, they fell in love at first sight and blah, blah, blah. But when we connected so quickly, and when he asked me, yo, let's get married, I'm like, dope, let's do this. And there was no second guessing. I was ready, I knew colors. Mm-hmm. I I mean, I knew, found my dress instantly, like everything just fell into place because I knew this is where I'm supposed to be. And I knew, yo, once I marry this dude, there is no such thing as divorce. If something happens between us or whatever the case, we will figure it out. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, man, that's for me. It, it's it's I I I live it with my family. I see the generations and you know of divorce, and it it really exists in my family. So, I plan to be at least the first to start this new generation where you know marriages can be successful.
0: I think it's so interesting that we have not like. So we've been doing it. This. this is our second year for marriage caviar and our first year having guests and we have not sat down with one person. Well, no, have we? I was okay, let me finish my statement. You tell me if I'm wrong because I think I just <laughs> I'm about to prove myself wrong. Um, one person who is like I saw the perfect marriage. Like I grew up with the perfect marriage. I think Jabari comes close mm-hmm. to it right yeah but he still could weed out like some things that he would filter out in him doing it himself Mm -hmm. and i think that that speaks so highly of like there is no perfect marriage Mm -hmm. like even if you think you saw one i'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure there was some shit you didn't see Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i think that this is like something that like our generation needs to see wholehearted like especially with how transparent like marriage caviar is how transparent kings and queens is and how Mm -hmm. transparent the two of you have just been and just like saying like yo like sis was like no babe you gotta get your shit together Mm -hmm.
4: and -hmm.
0: you being like no i knew i didn't want the life that you know my my mom and my grandmother had shown me and it's nothing and i Okay, so two two things. One, Chanel, for you, it's so many people who have grown up thinking that what you just said is like, oh, you not wanting to be your mom or your grandmom is disrespectful. No, it's not disrespectful mm-hmm. at the least. Mm-hmm. But this is me wanting to be me. I don't want to be them. Exactly. And once once you get to a point where you have become who you are to become and build what it is that you are to build, then your mom and your grandma get to turn around and see like, oh shit, like we're supposed to want more for our kid than we had. And this is a part of that. And her doing life her way is a part of having more than we had doing more than we have. Right. Then we not raise our kids to like have a better experience than we have exactly exactly
3: because i even from like my mom's standpoint you know she's like when she tries to give advice she's like oh well i don't want you to make the mistakes i made i'm like okay well you've married three times and you're still making mistakes so it's like at the end of the day you didn't learn from the first one you didn't learn from the second one you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so it's like at this point I get it. I see what I don't want. Let me just try to figure it out. You know, not saying that your advice is not great advice or you know, and not that I can't un- hear it, but at the end of the day, let me let me live and let me figure this out on my own. Like I said, if I if I went with her path and got married to my ex, I would not I would be divorced and who knows what the outcome would have been then. But I literally chose to, you know, follow, follow my own way. Like I can't, I can't live your life the way you want me to live it.
2: So. That's, that's interesting. And, and Chanel, you mentioned that you came from a family of strong women. So.
3: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So my
2: question to you is, so being married now, how do you keep what's inside? So what's been passed down to you from your mom and your grandmom and the women in your family, how do you keep that in your marriage? From being, in a sense, maybe emasculated to your husband.
4: Oh, that's a good oh one. He, he, he
3: he a he, hard he, work. He, um, you know what? Like Rod does a great job of um, uh, toning that down. Like you know, again, like you know, when I wasn't with him, I was more you know independent. I could do this, I could do that by myself. I don't need no man kind of mentality. But you know, Rod wasn't having that. He's like, listen. I'm going to show you how life life doesn't have to be you by yourself or you just being so strong by yourself. Um, and us coming together gave me that showed me that, wow, you know, we can we can split things. We can both do things. We can you know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be me, 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 me. Um, whereas my family just feels like, oh, everything has to be on the woman because we're the strong women of the family, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? But like, you know, Rod definitely came in and and showed how he can help and how he we're a team. You know, so I'm not by myself. I don't have to do the dishes and have the baby on my hip and breastfeed the other baby. And you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like, yo, give me something to do. Show me how to teach me how to do what you do, what you did by yourself, or how, you know what I'm saying? So we can all work together and be a team. Listen, you're not alone.
1: Yeah.
4: Uh-
3: because I used to but,
1: be telling right, Justin. Hold on, let me let me let me, go ahead. let me just say something for my for my sake. <laughs> um, also, though I so we spoke about Chanel's background and how you know she comes from that strong motherly um, background. In reverse, I come from a strong fathered background. Granted, I grew up with my mother, but whenever I was around my father and, you know, his house, he was always, he he was always, like, working hard, he'll come home, he'll be the one cleaning, he'll be the one cooking, he'll be the one, like, uh, taking out the, 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 like, shopping. And so I learned from him at least what my thought process of being a man was um, and I took that and I ran with it but it just so happened that when Chanel and I collaborated it was like oh well we kind of we've been taught the same thing well life, life has just become a whole hell of a lot easier mm-hmm. um, it was just so trying to get Chanel to like calm down um, because she you, you know like she like when I first came around like she felt very much so and you know we'll probably still fight about it to this day but it was almost like every single time like she could do something so much better than I could and I would always try to explain to her well listen if that is the case that's fine but my job isn't to compete with you it's to fit in into the process that we're trying to make. So I had to kind of restructure her way of thinking. Um and 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 now we've kind of you know gathered this this thing where we work the way we work. Um I I do what I like doing she does what she likes <laughs> doing. Um, but yeah man it, it, it works it works in that type of way. But uh shout out shout out to my father, um, you know, and, and, and how he was the hardworking man that, that he showed me that he could be when whenever I did pop up on him.
0: Well, Chanel, you're not alone. I think Justin <laughs> was asking that question, and I was giving him the side eye as he was reading it out his little red notebook over here Um, because I think I was the same way in in a sense like so I was raised um, by my mom as a single mom um, and Justin as well just by his mom and his aunts and so when I think the the biggest example that we have of this was when we first got together I don't know like Justin was like this perfect gentleman in a sense of like what jersey girls were not ready for not raised on and so he was like always at the door like to to open the door open the door something as simple as freaking opening the door and i was Mm -hmm. just like he would just look at me and be so annoyed with me trying to open the door for myself and i just was and my response was you walking too slow (laughs) <laughs> like real stupid. Like we arguing about who open like sis, just let me open the door for you. Calm down. Go sit down somewhere.
1: Until un- un- until one day he stopped opening the door for you. <laughs> had your whole attitude
3: nah. with him. Like, oh, so you're not gonna open my nah, door. Nah, I had
0: to keep so what what happened is I kept walking fast like a dumbass. And then I'd be standing there looking at the damn door handle, waiting for him to get to
2: the door. <laughs> Mm. Have you started mm. walking faster? No, nah, I thought about <laughs> tripping you a couple of times, but that, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you're not alone. Let yeah. me let me ask y'all this. So in, in marriage, like mm. of course, like you're building together and like you, you have these different lives as professionals, as you know, parents. How do you support your partner in making sure that they don't lose their individuality?
4: Mm.
1: You know, um, that's a wonderful question uh, because I'm not even sure honestly if I look at myself as an individual anymore mm. um I am heavy on this whole um my wife and i we're we're a union um i don't I don't move unless she said unless she says so, unless she gives me like the the rightful permission within the parameters and the, the same thing goes for her. And then if it and if it doesn't move that way, then one of us has we have a legit reason to be upset because we know this is how we move, this is how we structure. Um and so, like it's not even like you know, think about it. Because when you think of being an individual it's like we have our own thoughts, but I'm sitting here thinking And then my wife was like, yo, you look stupid. What are you thinking about? And so it's like this whole time I've been waiting for her to ask me that question. But, you know, it's like she finally asked me. Or my wife is getting dressed for herself. But then before she leaves the door, what does my wife ask me? How I look. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And so this whole thing of, of individuality when you're married it's um it's a weird thing depending on the couple but um you know i'm just i'm not i'm not sure if i i don't my wife might be different um but as far as me man anytime i get dressed anytime you know it's 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 with the approval of my wife and i kind of like it that way um so
3: but i mean i feel like yes and but at the end of the day, I think you still have you still are who you are. I don't um take that from you. Like, you know, if we go somewhere, no, you should do. not all the time. No, yeah, no, no, no. no, no. But at the end of the day, people know you and people know you for being Rod. because every you you act the same way, um, around most people. So I feel like. Yes, we we do everything together. Yes, we, you know, but you still, you're still yourself. You still, I don't necessarily take that from you or.
1: Yeah, but, but it's been enhanced because of you, Lo. Like how I move, like the confidence, um, the measures that I take. It's literally like because of you. Um, so. Yeah, it's like you're 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 integral in in how I in how I move. Okay. So, so I mean, maybe it's different for you, but
0: Rod said you be laying his clothes out before uh before <laughs> school in the morning. <laughs> no, no,
1: I didn't say that. no, 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 no. <laughs> Listen, I get dre- I get dressed on my own, but if if my wife say uh <laughs> if my wife say something need to be changed. They won't have a conversation about that's it.
3: What's yeah, I mean, I'm like that too. But then sometimes I'm like, "Nigga, <laughs> like, I'm a, I'm a, I asked you, but you didn't give me the response I wanted." So I'm yeah,
4: just. That's do true.
3: Um, that's how I am. Like, I feel like for him, he gave you his response. But for me, I'm still gonna be who I am. Like, you know, he, um, there was this a uh, meme on um Instagram one time. They're like, "Amazon, please hide the boxes from my husband." It's like. That's just me. I, I'm, I I shop a lot. And as much as Riot can't stand it, you know, it, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if it ain't coming out of your account and it's coming out of my account, it's my money. Leave me alone unless I'm bothering you a couple days later asking you for money. That's a different <laughs> story. But <laughs> you ain't going to take that from me because that's just who I am. Um, And I mean, a part of that is because of my mom. Like, she is a shopaholic. Like, she'll just She'll be somewhere, she's like, Oh, I'm buying Yara and Yuri, all this stuff. And it's just like, you know. And I mean, maybe that is something I need to break to
0: eventually, but we'll get get there. We'll get
3: there. We'll get there. Baby steps. Baby steps. Yeah,
0: I'll tell you uh, from our firsthand experience, it's taken us um, some time to get there. I'm grateful Mm -hmm. that we are here, but it's just like little things that we didn't even know, like, or I'll speak for myself that I didn't even know that was kind of not detrimental, but I was moving. I was, I was moving against the grain of what we was trying to get at, um, Mm -hmm. as, as a couple with like my individual (laughs) spending habits. And like, we've talked about Mm -hmm. this in a, in a past, um, episode where it's like we both grew up with single moms uh we both grew up in homes where you know our moms had laid it out so well that we didn't even know we was missing something and so mm-hmm. for us some way somehow we ended up with two totally different perspectives with money as two people who never had a relationship with wealth a day in their life, Justin is like, mm-hmm. nah, like we not spending this and we putting this towards X, Y, and Z because I don't wanna go back. And I'm over here like, mm-hmm. nah, we gonna spend it because I know it'll always come back. And <laughs> and like Yeah, I mean it but that's that's I'm like Yeah, don't worry about, don't it. Worry about it. We'll mm-hmm. make it we'll make a way. Like and so it's taken me so long to not I won't even say break it but to navigate or to see the light for me to be like okay if we do this we could do x y and z and it goes to Mm -hmm. to say like you can't be something you've never seen and I've and I've Mm -hmm. never seen home ownership as close as like you know my immediate parent you know like my my my, my dad's parents owned a home you know own a home but my mom, my mom didn't, so I didn't know what it took to to get what we where we wanted to be. Like, oh, like if we want to mm-hmm. do this, then we got to do that. And I, I yeah. really wasn't with the steps. I just was like, you know, mm-hmm. we are gonna toss this money towards it. And it, I mean, it even came down to when we were like buy, we have to buy furniture. I'm like, well, I mean, if the couch is seventeen hundred dollars, here goes seventeen hundred dollars right here. And Justin is like, put it on a credit card, like, and then pay the credit card mm-hmm. off. And I'm like, but the money right here. And he like no, mm-hmm. like <laughs> let's take the steps that's gonna that's gonna benefit us, you know. And mm-hmm. Listen,
3: my husband just learned about let's a, uh, understanding credit cards. He, I mean, one day we was on the phone. He was home and I was out, and we was booking something, and he just didn't understand the concept.
1: I understand
2: the concept very well. You did
3: not but understand
2: the I concept. Did. That's an us a, that's thing, that's... Though. like not because y'all, but that's an us thing. Like that's a whole cultural thing where. I feel like we are a generation away, a generation or two away on knowledge. And that's something I can speak for me. It's like, I had no idea. It's like, and and it's not that we don't want to know. We just, well, I'll speak for me. Not that I didn't want to know. It's like, I didn't have access to know. And I feel like that's where, Mm using our platforms can really help people understand that like you know what hey we're not perfect like
0: because we yeah. we both are two yeah. couples who look like we do know what's going on so for somebody to hear like that yeah. hey, we just got this information it's like yo we in mm-hmm. the same mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. That's it. And, and when you're talking about like marriage in general like that's one of the main things that people you know separate from so we're talking about you know mm-hmm. finances that's you're going to like for anybody listening. You're going to have finance conversations early and often, and hope hopefully early. And it's something that you both have to, your partner, have to navigate through, like understanding it and growing yeah. together with it, and being being empathetic and sympathetic to what the other person thinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I got I got my question
0: yeah. from something y'all said earlier on. It's a hard ball, and Justin about to be. Um, squirming in his seat because he's so annoyed every time I bring this up. Okay. So we oh, let me say, let me say me. <laughs> he looked the way <laughs> y'all. So I have come up with this idea in my head that once we have the number of kids that we have, which is two, that I have put my body through enough And that now it is just this time to be in somebody's hospital, making it happen for us to make sure that we don't have no more kids. And I just don't feel like that should be like my third procedure. You know what I mean? Like we had two kids. I think it's your your job to go ahead and get that thing snipped. Mm-hmm. What, what's, what's your uh-huh. thoughts on that because and, and let me tell you why we had to have this conversation because um, neither one of us believe in birth control like the actual pill or, or mm-hmm. whatever that is mm-hmm. right I've never yeah. I've never had it I'm definitely afraid of the side effects and I just so it's like okay so if this is our plan if we want to stop it too we really got to take extreme measures uh-huh.
3: Um, I mean, I, I. How do you feel? I mean, we, it's funny because when we had was it Yuri, Yuri? I think after we had Yuri, we were playing around, um, and we said, and I was like, "All right, Rod, time to get snipped," because you know, <laughs> you could just look at me and I, I could just get pregnant. Um, and listen, that we not even going to talk that 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 sparked a whole situation with his mother. Like it just became this, this big thing. Like, why does he have to do it? You know, why can't she do it? You know what I'm saying? It was like, okay, well, this was, it was a joke, but for us, I mean, I don't think we were ever really against it, but I, but what we decided was for, for us, um, I just said like, right now I have the IUD. So I was like, well, you know what? We'll start with the IUD and that's what five years and go from there. Um, just to make sure because we're, we're we when we say we really don't want any more kids, it's just we we don't. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But do I feel comfortable enough to really say tie my tubes? I I don't want to do that either. You know, so I was like, well, let's try this and let's see how it works. But, I mean, how would you feel if I had told you, snippet, what we'll, would we'll be your thoughts?
1: Um, I mean, <laughs> snippet <sniffing laughs> is something crazy from me. It's a strong, um, it's a strong phrase. Feel me. That's but different. you know
3: what? I have a friend whose whose husband actually did it. I mean, they got they have four kids, and she's she's like me. You turn around, she's pregnant, and you know she's like, well, I'm I i did not get pregnant on my own. So the husband said, you know what? You you read about that, and he made his appointment, and the man got snipped. So he's like, listen, now I don't want to hear you say it wasn't just it was me you know what I'm saying so I mean some people come to that conclusion by themselves and the husband was just like you know because she didn't mind she grew up in a culture where you know she had eight right. nine siblings so he already knew like you know what let me stop playing with this girl <laughs> and let me do it because clearly she one minute she on birth control one minute she not and then we have a baby you know so he actually got snipped and, and was like Google
0: said it. it don't hurt um it, Nah, he said. He said it was.
3: He said it was. He said it was. He said it was painful. Come on,
4: yeah. sis, be
0: quiet.
3: Uh, <laughs> I mean, I know. I know. I know. I'm trying to help you out, but um, but no, I think. I think if Rod and I was, if we were to really seriously have that conversation, would you do it?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I would. <laughs> I mean, getting getting snipped is is the, is the equivalent of getting married. I guess you feel me. <laughs> Yes is yes, no is no. If you with it, you with it. If you're not, you're not. Um, I think just... I mean, but Justin, like, if you are 100%, like, done, and you, like, you know you're done, then, um, you know... Why is it up to him? Well, you're the one that's offering for him to get snipped. Uh-huh. If it ain't, uh, if it's the other way around, you get yeah you're offering him if it, if, it, if it's up to you then you I mean I know you don't say y'all you don't, y'all don't, y'all don't believe in, in, in birth control but I mean getting snipped can be a form of birth control no I, I don't it's believe in the, the
0: stuff that we have to put in our bodies because I just feel like mm-hmm. mm, they be coming out with new stuff everyday like here's a pack of skittles sure. that you could eat and you ain't got no kids yeah. for 7 yeah, yeah, like no, I don't uh uh-uh. uh give it. Let yeah. me let me
2: so so for me, like I really haven't put too much thought into it. You yeah.
0: always say this, but this is our 57th time having this
2: conversation. We had a conversation, and I'm like, Well, shoot, I still got one more in me at least. So, yeah. so I, ain't gonna, I don't want those negative thoughts to whatever to penetrate through my body. I just so need I just, listen, you know,
0: I just need him to agree to this because he wants but, a boy and if we if, have and this is second if kids go ahead side. but
3: what if one day like th- my mm-hmm. thing too was I really didn't want Rod to get snipped because I'm like yo we could say this and then you know maybe you know he becomes a millionaire I'm like yo let's have five more kids or whatever you know what I'm saying like I don't it, it's just such a permanent thing it's like, dang, I mean, I mean, I can have more kids, but he can't have more kids and so they just ain't gonna be his kids.
4: No, I'm just kidding. But
3: um, you know what I'm saying? It's just like it's just such a permanent thing for us. It was just like, you know what, let's let me just try this and, and see how this works. If if it doesn't, then we'll go to the the next extreme. But for you, in your case, I mean, you said you don't believe in it and you don't, you know, you're not it's not something that's gonna change. So
0: Listen, if You're that man, if this man wants more kids, that's his business. He better go to an adoption agency and help somebody out in need.
3: Listen, it takes a toll on our bodies. It, it really does. I, I pushed out all four of my kids back to three without epidural. Like it it was real. And it's it's and even to this day, like sometimes I have pains that I can't even explain to Rod. And he's like, What's wrong with you? And I'm like, I don't know. It's just my inner body. Like, you know what I mean? Because I've gone through yeah. a lot, you know, with having four kids. So, it's definitely a lot on our body. So, I definitely feel your take on, I don't want to do a surgery when I already had done all this in my body. Right. Already, so. this,
0: my take is, listen, we're big travelers, and you can only hold no. one child on a flight. <laughs> like... <laughs>
3: until, until they're two. After that. Right. But busy.
0: even in the case of an emergency, you know what I mean? Like, the, we, yeah, we go yeah. down, who... I can't hold but one kid. Um, I better hold up (laughs) for mine. I'm not playing with him.
4: (laughs) Kill yourself (laughs) first, buddy. (laughs) Keep
2: my kid. My only thought on that, and we'll Uh, we'll migrate to something else. My only thought is (laughs) why I would do it, I would like to shoot the club, but without consequence. That's it,
1: yeah. How dumb would that be? You
2: know, yeah. you ain't got a nah, brother.
1: Hey, hey, listen, <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that. Listen, I'm not the washcloths
0: and Don't wife me. beaters would thank you across the world.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, so I know, uh, we're coming up on, on time here, but I did, I know y'all had, um. I believe from Quandra she had a couple questions that we didn't get to get to on, um, on y'all show. She has some good questions. So if y'all have a couple, I would love to hear those.
1: Yeah. So one of the questions she hit on was, um, love, 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 uh, Love languages. Yeah. What, what does love languages look like? (laughs) That's a great question. Um, I know
2: we talked about that before, and I kind of alluded to it a little bit on y'all's show is it took for me Mm -hmm. a while. Like, for a while, I was loving Ashley the way I wanted her to be loved, as opposed Mm -hmm. to the way, like, I don't know why, but, like, it seems so simple. Like, the light bulb just went off one day. Like, hold up, man. Like, how does she want to be loved? Like, you're, you're doing all these things, and that's what you will want? And that might be complete opposite from what she wants, and lo and behold, it was. Right. So, uh, I think right. that's uh, something that you should definitely, it, definitely discuss in yeah. your relationship.
0: And they have a little, um, yeah, test. What is it? A little pop quiz or app or something like that. <laughs> um, we did a whole podcast episode on it. I can't remember specifically what, our, but it tells you like what your love language is and like what your second love language is. And me and Justin. Mm. I think we're at the total opposite, yeah. <laughs> and now we're at the. <laughs> I, oh, mine's was um physical touch. I would mine that was your top. Yeah, my mm. top one was physical touch, and then where's that? What's the? What's it called? What's the site or what's the physical touch?
1: No, no. What's the sight?
0: Uh, what's the, what's it? Five love language. It's an app, ain't it? So I, while Justin is looking for the app, when you download the app, y'all can connect your mm-hmm. profiles. So it will send you little mm-hmm. reminders to say, like, right, have you touched Chanel today? Like, or have you, like, mm-hmm. done it?
3: Oh, he don't got no issue with that, girl. <laughs> he
0: just touched me too much. I think we going to have my things I say, don't touch
2: See, so that's me. Like, I'm, that was my last one. That was my bottom one. It was her first one.
0: Right. Yeah. And so, but it'll send mm. you reminders to do whatever the love language is that your partner wants. So I think Justin's was acts of service, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So the website is uh the number five and then lovelanguages.com dot com. Okay. Uh, it was it was just it was free. Um, it was quick, easy, and it was honestly worth it. Yeah. Mm.
3: Yeah, I get that though. Like it's funny because one time I it was a what was it? It was some holiday or Mother's Day came up, and my mom's like, "Oh, well, did your husband buy you flowers?" And I'm like. I didn't like flowers with my ex. I don't like flowers with my <laughs> husband. So why are you ask me if I want I want flowers. I don't want him to buy me the no <laughs> same flowers. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like she thinks that that's the way he shows that he loves me and it's like, no, but he did this. You know what I'm saying? Like it's this is that's not my thing, you know? So you have to do what's your thing and flowers is not my thing. Save your money on your bouquet and I'm good. <laughs> you know. So
0: <laughs> That's true. All right, come on, come on,
1: Quandra. So the second another question question that she asked was, um, and this 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 question is becoming so cliche, but nonetheless, shout out to Quandra. It's it's how do you guys split the bills?
0: I think Jontel answered asked that right. Yeah, we asked we answered that question. Oh, oh see, oh, mm-hmm. we answered we that. Answer one. that question. Oh, okay, okay. Somebody
3: said, Have you guys um Victoria? She had asked, Have you guys been to therapy? If so, preference African American or white therapist. <laughs> hmm.
0: We what? So <laughs> another thing we talked about. So the long and the short of it is we were engaged and we were all about like premarital counseling. So we were like, "Are you? we're gonna go, we're gonna mm-hmm. go. We searched out some people. We started planning the wedding. We got all engulfed in planning the wedding. And then, but the one thing we agreed on was that we would not, we didn't want to go through counseling through a church. Like we didn't want, like we believe mm-hmm. like God should be at the forefront and all that. Mm-hmm. But we needed to be able mm-hmm. to talk through some real life situations with somebody and we didn't want right. them to be like yeah, yeah. judging our life or whatever. And mm-hmm. so we knew that. We got so far into planning. We was like, shit, we forgot to go to therapy. So we Mm -hmm. sat down and committed to like a week of figuring out what exactly we wanted out of our marriage. And we was like, I mean, shit. We spent our whole entire, like we've lived together this whole entire marriage. We should probably, be. we might be good, right? We could probably do this, right? right?" We was fucking wrong. <laughs> we was dead as wrong. During that weekend, we came um, up with a um a mission statement for our family, for our legacy, and that was about it. But we definitely could have used some therapy. Like, and we've we've gone yeah. to therapy mm-hmm. after the um, like after that? being married. Yeah, after being married. Um, uh-huh. but we're really bad at sticking. Mm-hmm with it we'd be like first second mm. session oh okay i think we got a grasp mm. of what's going on here let's continue this mm.
2: free-ass <laughs> conversation at home <laughs> yeah i would even say for me like outside of the cost because I'm, I'm calculating everything but outside of the cost of it, it's like i can be transparent enough and say like, i don't know if it's a, a black man thing or, or just me but like man i don't it, it's so uncomfortable like it, it took me forever to open up to ashley like and that's my wife
4: mm-hmm.
2: right so like mm-hmm. walking into a stranger's office and just baring my soul to open up and mm-hmm. on top of that, having to pay for uh not wanting to talk to somebody in the first place it's like mm-hmm. even more <laughs> uncomfortable so but you I, still went you were always I went, with it yeah i was yeah. with it like when we were in there like it, it was cool but it's just like I, I I say that to say like for people who might think like me, like man, it's, it's worth it. Get over your fears. Get over your you've been uncomfortable, because you will be uncomfortable, and it's a good thing because you're gonna grow because of it.
0: Mm-hmm. What about you?
1: Um, you know, it's it's we took it from two aspects. So we both we did the um the spiritual uh you know like pastor counseling thing. So. The first pastor we went to lasted for, like, maybe three, four months, tops. And oh. um, when we would speak to him, it was very general. Um, and it seemed like, you know, we would go in there and we talk about this in week one. Week two, he forgot what we spoke <laughs> about. So we talking about the same thing. Week three... <laughs> He calling me the wrong name, and it was just like, all right, like I, I see, like this isn't going where we, where we, where we needed to go. Like I'm not that, I'm not that interested. But thank you anyway. And then you know we had this, this figure who was more closer to us and personable and private, and um, you know he would tell us real advice. But then it got too real for us to the point where. It we started challenging each other against it. Like, oh, well, what would Pastor blah, blah, blah say? Oh, well, let's call him right now and see, and see what his view is about it. we call him and he'd say what he'd say. And then we'd be looking at each other like, okay, but we still have this issue. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like he's supposed to be a counselor. Like he's supposed to be this, that, and the third. But regardless of that, my wife and I still have something that at the end of the day we need to deal with. And so we figured out, yo, if we got an issue, we're just going to deal with it amongst ourselves. If it's going to be ugly, it's going to be ugly. If it's going to be clean, it's going to be clean, but we're going to figure it out for ourselves. Um, And so I'm certainly not against counseling, you know, seeking help, but um, I'm more so um, focused on learning like what works for you um what what can you guys figure out i don't know if you guys are spiritual but there's this saying where it's like um you know you you pray to god for everything right except for your marriage if there's an issue with your marriage you figure it out with your spouse first and then you go to god because if it's like because it's like why are, you, why, why are you praying to God about fixing a situation with you and your husband when you ain't even spoke to your husband about it? Hmm. You know, so it's like, um, figure it out with your spouse first. And then if all fails, then you look for other outlets, Um and so that, that that's would you agree, Betty? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's that's what we pull from it.
0: Yeah, my I have a um a really good friend that's a therapist here in the area, and she has really droned in on like finding a therapist is almost like finding a mate. Like you, it's not like one size mm. fits all. You have to find somebody that's good. And hearing y'all's story combined <laughs> with ours is like, mm. yeah, no, that's that's wholehearted, like that's truer than true at this point. because um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's some people that really can only speak to you from their lived experiences. Right. So right. and then to answer her question, it sounds like we all like y'all went to y'all saw two males. Mm-hmm. I, I think yeah. so we've seen two women. The one and we've, I mean, Mm. the second one, she wasn't a bad experience. She just really, we just, we didn't have anything going on. We just really wanted to have a third party, just to bounce some things off of. And I think we was good after. Like we didn't, I don't know. What would you say? Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed
2: to it, like throughout a marriage. So like, I think maybe sometimes people think it's just like only when something is is going bad or like before you get married. Like I don't think it's like maybe like a a doctor's checkup like you you do a periodic checkup with a therapist like okay like let's recalibrate and and keep moving yeah yeah
3: yeah and i feel like like i've been to therapy um before rod like after my last relationship not because anything was necessarily wrong with myself it was just more so to you know speak to someone just to make sure that i'm good and then i'm going forth um not holding on to anything and you know messing up the next relationship whenever that was to come um but that being said it's like I went to therapy you know spoke about a lot of different things with her and it was like one thing she had said to me she's like you know what your next relationship you do not have to disclose your past and at the time I was like okay yeah you're right I don't have to tell them about what happened with my ex and what you know and then it's like I met Rod, and I did the complete opposite of what I was said I was gonna do in therapy. Because to me, it was just like, well, how can he, how can he love me, and how can he treat me differently, and how can he do things differently if he doesn't know what I struggle with or what I went through? Yes. You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of like, at the time, to me, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that next person ain't gonna know nothing. I'm just saying it just didn't work out, and blah blah blah. <laughs> but it's like no, and it's like literally the first night I met Rod, I'm telling him my whole business. Like, dude, I got two kids. Let me tell you about the, You know? And I'm like, and it felt good. Like, it was just like, this is what you're coming into. So you either take me for who I am or you just keep it pushing. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and it worked. And I mean, again, for me it was like a gamble because it's like, you tell people certain things sometimes and men use that against you or whatever the case is. But again, It that comes with maturity. Like when I met Rod, I knew I'm like, you know what? I don't think he's going to be this kind of person that takes my past and and throws it in my face. He'll want to help me through it or push me through it. You know what I'm saying? So again, I it could have been the other way for me and I could have been like, dang, going back to counseling again. Like, yo, you told me not to tell him, but this is what happened. But I still took that chance because I needed my, you know, whether we were going to be husband and wife, I needed him to understand where I was coming from, why I am the way I am. And you know, and it it helped to where we are today.
0: That's, That's real. That's real. Yeah. Listen, post COVID and um, all of this madness. I don't know if we gonna be in D.C. Or no, y'all not in D.C. in New York, or mm-hmm. y'all York, gonna York, be baby. in Charlotte. I feel like y'all probably make it to Charlotte <laughs> before we make it to New York.
3: Yeah, we we'll probably make it to Charlotte. So
0: Listen,
1: we're gonna be done it for homecoming.
0: Ain't no homecoming. Soon as
1: homecoming over. Time. <laughs> No, 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 no. When it when it does open back up. Okay?
0: Listen, we got two. We it's um, drinks on us, shots on us of Malibu. <laughs> Malibu on me. <laughs> yes, no, definitely,
2: definitely. Nah, for real. We we appreciate yeah, y'all like taking real. time. Like we've been here with y'all what for a couple of hours now. Y'all ain't have to do this,
1: man. But y'all, we really appreciate it. <laughs> for real. It's all love, man. It's all love. No, right?
3: you know what? It's something that I enjoy doing. Like, I enjoy, like, you know, I used to be in this women's group where we we spoke about, like, just women in general, how we just have this, like, thing that we have to go through these things with men. And we, and, you know, I always tell my testimony, like, dude, you don't have to do that. You don't have to be disrespected. You don't have to do these things because we just feel like we have to put up with it to be mm-hmm. loved. And it's like, yo... I've been where you've been at one point in my life, and now I'm at a different point. You know what I'm saying? So I enjoy speaking about my marriage. I'm not trying to paint this. Oh, we're the most perfect couple in the world, and we don't have issues. But again, that we the good outweighs the bad at the end of the day. And and I enjoy speaking about our marriage. If it helps somebody else, I, it makes you know what I mean? makes me even feel better. But it's like, I just want women to know that we don't have to settle. We don't have to settle for you know, just, just the, the crap that we put, whether it's physical abuse, whether it's verbal abuse, whether, whatever it is, you don't have to settle because there is somebody out there that's for you that will treat you like how you're supposed to be treated. Thanks.
4: So,
2: Thanks. Yeah. so okay. for the, for the people listening, all snaps like for real. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't sure if y'all can oh, yeah. Y'all can oh yeah. like maybe you
1: thought it was like popcorn nah.
2: for the it. people listening so where can they find y'all on social media and, and also with your show absolutely. as
1: well absolutely so um, we have uh, a few IG handles my IG handle is, is Roderick Bradford Jr um, and then we have a family channel at walker Underscore Bradford's Bradford is spelled B as in boy R A D F O R D S and then Chanel has a page it's um what's your what's your page babies I think
4: Chanel.
1: Chanel what Chanel Bradford yeah. something like that all you got to do is follow me because <laughs> I have I post all the time let and me see before you follow my YouTube. wife that's said if you didn't know exactly <laughs> And then we also have a YouTube channel, which is also um, Walker underscore Bradford's where we post um, tips on acting and surviving in the in the, in the industry. We also post like um, vlogs or just professional content where you guys can comment, like, share, subscribe if you have any questions on like tips or how to make it in the industry as a, as, a, as a whole family. This is something that you cannot do right now. You cannot go on YouTube. And you cannot find a family that is promoting everybody working from age one to six. And then the, 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 both parents are working in the industry as well. You can't show me not one family that's doing that. So we have something to do. Um we, are, we, we have charisma, uh, very professional. And uh, yeah, man, we're, we're just here. There's also kings and queens, which I spoke on earlier. Um, I'm also a, a script writer. Um, so i have some, 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 um, things that I'm going to be pitching to Netflix sooner, sooner than later. Chanel's a dancer. So if you're ever in the Westchester area, and if you have a child who, um, you're interested in like getting into dance at a very early age, what ages? Like,
3: um, I'm doing from one, one to what? to a hundred, it doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I can do it all. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um she 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 she, she specializes in, in in that but right so. now
3: yeah doing we're doing like one to like four or fives right now
0: with the young young kids. Yeah. Stuff.
1: So you know it's, it's it's a family business man. It's a family business but that's you can contact I feel
0: us. like y'all was real modest with it. So I'm I'm gonna just add just a little bit of sauce on this thing right okay. here. So I okay. need for our Marriage Caviar listeners to know that if you pick up a pack of Huggies with a black arm on there, that's Rodder's <laughs> arms, that's I fact. need y'all to know a... that that Crown Royal commercial that's running everywhere, we've...
1: With Anthony Ramos, the one the one where Anthony Ramos, he's, he, he's running from, he, he, he's on the right. block. He's going into like his mother's right. house. He's he, he's dapping up some some guy with the dog. Yo, I'm the what's, guy with the dog. What's his uh, What's his uh, name was, from She Sp- Gotta Have It? Uh, uh, Spike Lee. Spike Lee directed the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, and 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 he also directed the commercial as well. So I met Spike Lee. Let me tell the- you
3: about that huggies thing, though. <laughs> Let me tell you how my husband <laughs> better not ever think he could cheat or do anything. So I'm through Amazon you know that's I tell you Amazon's my baby (laughs) and I see the Huggies box mind you we have not seen we knew he did it but we did not see the the actual product because they don't send it to you or anything if you see it you see it so I'm looking at the Huggies box and I'm like hey babe that's your arm he's like what and he like zooms in close and he sees that that's his arm he's like yo How do you know that's your arm? I said, listen, I know everything (laughs) about you, okay? I'm letting you know right now. So don't try to do no slickness because if I could catch your arm, I could catch a lot of body parts, all right?
0: (laughs) That's my kind of woman. Yeah, don't, Hold
3: don't so, said, so you better us? not take no pictures with no arms, no nothing. Cause I'm like, honey, I saw you with the girl and that was your arm. Right. And so don't try to play. He said, I saw
0: your knuckles <laughs> in the background. <laughs> exactly.
3: But it was it was a it was so funny because it's like yo, he really was like, yo, that really is my arm. And I'm like, I know, I told you that.
0: <laughs> nah, but this I just needed people to know how dope y'all are. Um blended family. Walker Bradford's mm-hmm. whole family is mm-hmm. acting in the industry. Mm-hmm. Mom is about to mm-hmm. have the kids dancing up a mm-hmm. storm. We got Debbie Allen mm-hmm. Jr. here. <laughs> Come on, because we're not going to act like we ain't all uh, see that um, reception wedding video. When she turned into and Viv <laughs> on everybody exactly exactly exactly. So thank you guys so much for recording with for us tonight. That. Um.